And so it is. Dear Shambhara, we continue the evolving consciousness of you personally, of this group of Shambhara, and of the earth. I had an interesting talk with Dr. Freud during our break. He was observing all of you and truly being in the safe space. He made several interesting comments. He said it's about awareness, not analysis. Hmm. Indeed. He said it's about acceptance, not about processing. So, dear Shambra, we don't need to say a lot of other words other than he's also saying here, saying that doubt, doubt is the thing that will make it complex when it is truly quite simple. Doubt will distort the simple truths and make it appear that everything is difficult and challenging. So go beyond the doubt, proclaim who you are, and share what you know. And with that, we'll begin the questions. Well, the first question is for our friend Edith. She had a malfunction standing in the line. Yeah. Um, Edith would like to know, uh, what is the status of her sister Patricia, who has not been feeling well, and what is where is her sister at? Hmm. Well, let us say that she has a um, reluctant sister here, doesn't uh, want necessarily to be talked about in, in, front, in front of the large group, but um, for a variety of reasons, quite, quite doesn't want to be talked about. So we'll reserve that um, for Caldra to talk to Edith about later. Very good. Exactly. And, and uh, I will use that as a, a note to caution um, for any of you having to deal with things with other people, honor and respect the fact that sometimes they are they are blocking themselves. They they do not want to be seen. They do not want to be energetically exposed for a variety of reasons. You're going to encounter these types of people as you're doing your teaching work. You're going to know that there's something going on. You're going to feel an imbalance with them, or you're going to actually be able to see the physical. Um, problems that they're having or emotional problems, but that human aspect may not want to reveal it uh, to themselves. They know that they're in pain or they're not happy, but they're going to play games with you from time to time, or quite a bit actually, because they don't want to be exposed. So do honor that if that's what they're choosing. Thank you. Hi, Tobias. I have two questions. Um, during the you last have many, many more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try to slip in just two. <laughs> um, during the last month, my company has gone through a tremendous amount of changes. Mm -hmm. With that, um, many people lost their job this past week, and I anticipate many more changes to come. So one question is, what are some of the potentials there, and what can I expect to come? And then the second question is, I've been working on writing a book for the last year, and if you can share some potentials or whatever I need to know about that. Indeed. Well, do you see the correlation between your questions? <laughs> let us get very simple here. Or let that doubt go. Do you, do you see that they are um, very connected? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 
there is um uh there is how to say a very large part of you that is choosing to um uh, lose the job and not to have it anymore so it, feeling that it will provide you with some freedom but there's a very big part of you that is doubting what will happen can you make it on your own can you publish a book and have it successful can you do those things that you have dreamt about and talked about and uh, and know in your heart to be true <clears throat> we've had so many talks so many talks Long, long talks. And when you don't like what I tell you, you go talk to uh, Saint Germain. <laughs> he tells me that um, that you call on him. It's like you're emotionally cheating on me here. That, um... <laughs> but you know, we both say the same thing. I say it nicer. <laughs> he says it more direct. You're a beautiful example of this whole dilemma Shambra is running into right now. You know it, you know it's there, but there is that doubt that comes in, that clouds the whole picture. You know you want to leave that work um, environment that you've been in, that many things you love about it, obviously, and many things that allow you to excel within yourself, and it also provides you some other luxuries, as you know about. But you know you're not fulfilled there. Happy is not the right word, but you know you're not fulfilled, and you know that if you continue to hold on to this job, you're going to turn into a, a big fraud <laughs> or fraud. <laughs> it's my joke. You know that that the inner part of you that that wants so much to share what you have is going to be suffocated, and when that happens, for all of you, you know that it jams up the energy in your body and you end up getting sick, uh, or it clouds over your um, your vitality that's in your consciousness and, and that's in your mind, and then you get dull. And so here you are in a, in a dilemma. You already know the answer, but you're doubting what it is. Now, I can't promise you how well your book's going to do. It's your book. It has potential. And the potential is not just with Chambra, as you know. It is with so many people. It is, are you going to remove your doubts and just go for it? What do you have to lose anyway? What? But truly, um, it is not a joke. It is about, it is about saying that, Chambra, so many of you are backed up right now. You are, you are holding back. You have this high consciousness, measurement of consciousness on this um, numeric scale that we brought in today. But it would be so much higher if you were actually doing it. Now, I would like Shambra to share their stories in whatever uh, is the appropriate manner, but there are a lot of Shambra who have stepped out of the work, the regular work world. There are many who have given up good jobs and, of course, a lot of bad jobs, but they are out doing it. Now, they still scratch their head and say, how is it that I'm not working, but I'm making more than I ever have, I'm more liberated, I'm happier than I ever have, but, but I left what I considered my security and my safety. It is a decision only you can make, and what you're really asking is, can you 
energetically let go of the job so that it lets go of you, so that you could focus on what really what really sings in your heart. And um, it, it is so obvious, so obvious that even I don't need to tell you the answer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please come back anytime for your other questions. <laughs> Hi. Albert Einstein did say, if the bee disappears from the surface of the earth, man would have no more than four years to live. No more bees, no more pollination, no more men. Well, the bees are disappearing from the earth. Can you say something about that? Thank you. Indeed. The function uh, provided by the bees, this pollination, is, um, is changing. The, as Gaia is leaving... And uh, dear Gaia has held the energy of Earth for so long, but it was always known that she would leave so that humans could accept the responsibility of their Earth. They don't need, quote-unquote, the mother taking care of it anymore. As the consciousness evolves, humanity needs to take responsibility for the planet it lives on. The bees are leaving, not all at once. They're not going to be gone overnight, but they're leaving. Energetically, plants are going to and flowers are going to change the way that they pollinate, that they do their inner workings, and it's going to be in a large part with the assistance of human consciousness. Plant life on Earth and the animal life is actually quite adaptable. It's the humans who aren't always so adaptable. So, indeed, the bees can leave and it will be replaced by a whole new type of physics on Earth. Thank you. Hello, Tobias. I'd like to ask a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. And one of them is, what's going on with the left part of my brain? Mm -hmm. Because doctors have detected something, and uh, they want me to make an MRA um, soon. Let us answer that first. Yes. For anybody going to a a conventional medical doctor for things like um, brain waves and uh, brain activity, uh, as well as any Chambra going to a traditional psychic, they are going to see some things that alarm them. In your brain, the balance of what you would call left brain, right brain, or creative versus analytical is changing rapidly. And the mind has to go through its process of how it brings in and compiles information, how it stores it, and how it triggers the creative activity. You're going to, you, all of Shambhara, are going to a place you're not going to any longer have this separation of the lobes, the left brain, right brain activity. You're going to have basically an elevator that goes up and down on a continuing basis, retrieving information from the crystalline realms, bringing it in through some of the other realms into your, into your human life. That consciousness from the human self then goes back up the elevator and is basically um, um, shared back in the other realm. So there is no longer all of this separation that takes place. So I'm going to ask you... Um, all of you, to be very cautious in dealing with anything that you are told by professionals regarding brainwaves, regarding um, psychic readings in particular. The typical psychic does not understand what is happening. Now, 
Thank you for bringing this question up. It brings up my annoyances. <laughs> a, a typical reader, and I'm not saying everyone, but a typical psychic, is looking at one layer of you. Now, if you show up in front of them and they dim the lights and play the sweet music and, and start to talk, what happens is the aspect that day that is the most, um, how to say, uh, out in front, the most vocal, the most emotional, um, or the, simply the one that is out front, is going to be the one that they, they read. It is not an accurate reflection of all of you. The Literally, these, these um, guides or readers need to look in a new place now when they do readings. Tarot cards uh, don't work for Chambra anymore. I know many of you still are trying to make it work. Astrology is losing its impact on Chambra uh, because astrology is so much more encompassing now. You can become all of the signs. Keep it simple. Go back to what you know within. And if you have doubts, if you're not sure, talk to Shambra, talk to, talk to us, but you already know it within. There is nothing wrong with your brain other than you're getting out of it. <laughs> I know that already. <laughs> I know you know, and that's why I know I can tell you that you know. This is medical advice, though, correct? No. no. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> And the second question is, if it's okay, I'm asking, yes. um, is that what is the effect of a mirror when you do the Anya sessions? Uh, we're going to ask you to repeat that for everybody. Uh, what is the effect of a mirror uh, when you do the Aliya sessions? Yes. When you're doing the Aliya sessions, it is about it is about returning back to the self-love. It's about essentially reintegrating all of the parts of yourself that have been wounded in unloved and unworthy. So the effect is that it everything is reintegrated, brought back into whole, and brought back into balance. But we're going to ask all of you who have um, worked with the sexual energy school and are working with the energy of Aaliyah to, again, keep it very simple. You should not try to be uh, worried about... Um, side effects or any any other particular things, allow yourself to love who you are and watch how all of the rest of it, it flows very naturally. So the mirror has no effect? They, no, don't worry about any of that. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. Breathing is often given as advice to open up, to get through difficulties and so on for Chambra. How does the breathing work for non-Chambra? Is there any difference? <laughs> Breathing is beneficial for any human. It has different effects for different people based on what you would call their level of consciousness. But for a non-chamber, it would help them to begin the awakening process. And it can make the awakening so much um, uh, more easy, uh, smoother. The breathing is actually... Uh, a conscious choice of living. It changes the body, it changes the mind and everything else. Now, as you say, for Shambro, who have a bit different perspective of things, a bit different consciousness, it will help you expand into the multi-dimensional realms while still being 
uh, very much in the now here on earth. It could have a different effect on on what you would call a non-chamber. It could help with some more basic things in their life. But breathing is a tool for all. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Tobias. <clears throat> Nothing's missing anymore, Tobias, just hmm. so you know. I invite myself in to this question. Um, I'm asking this on behalf of Chamber children who um, are faced with the allergy problem. And uh, I understand Tobin is my son, is processing. But the snot production level is just <laughs> astounding. I mean, this kid's got snot running down his face all day. Perhaps we could do a special ask Tobias about um, snot. snot. And poop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's that would snot. Be good. Let's snot. <laughs> How about ask Tobias about the kids and allergies? Is my question. And do you recommend? Uh, you know, I do this salt water flush. Uh, which isn't pleasant for either of us, but mm. I really want to. I'm really looking at, you know, the processing and what could alleviate that. Mm. And the other part of it is, is um, he wants to sleep with me, and neither one of us sleep very good. And I want to understand the reason behind that. And uh, that's it. Mm. First of all, with the um, the allergies, particularly the young ones. Um, but that being said, so many of the um, shamba, so many of you are finding that uh, you are much more allergic to than you used to be. As a being becomes more and more sensitive, as the young ones are, or as you shamba now are, you become much more aware of everything. And initially, there is a um, a physical reaction. It is the it is the allergic reaction. Uh, for Tobin in particular, it is a constant clearing out of um, uh, of the impurities that are coming into the body, a way for him to keep very clear. For Tobin, he is doing it also on behalf of both you and, and uh, the dear father. So one of the things is to... Um, he's feeling your energy so strongly uh, for both of you, and he's clearing for all of you. That's the, the reason for the excessive... Um, discharges that he has. <laughs> so one of the things to do is uh, find a little bit more resolution in the uh, relationship between um, mother and father. But they're in general, the young ones are, are very allergic. We highly suggest not overdosing with the medications. Uh, the body has a way to adjust to the allergies unless it's in a very severe form. The body can learn to adjust itself to to even um, pollutants in the air, um, the, um, the effects of dust and mold and all of these other things. And particularly when they're very young, uh, anywhere up to um, seven, eight years of age, it's important for them to build their natural um, immunity, it wouldn't be the right word, but their natural acceptance system uh, into this. So now the issue of... Uh, Sleeping together. Um, here you have the child who needs assurance, needs extra comfort. Um, you have a situation between the father and the mother, again, that is providing some uh, feelings of uncertainty and unrest. And this dear Tobin needs to feel assured and he needs to feel that um, there is a safe space. So when he wants to come to bed with you, it is 
There's two things. It is needing that safe space, but it is also he is there trying to reassure you that um, oh, it's, it's time to do what you know is right. In other words, um, he's in a way he's trying to reassure you that go out and do what's right for you. So he feels if he is there for you, that uh, that will give you more confidence in yourself. Thank you. Indeed. I hope I can get through this time for a solution as I've had feelings of wanting to talk to walk out of my body just out of frustration in myself. But I stick around knowing if I let this pattern go, I'll finally be able to express myself completely and enjoy my last years of life to the fullest. I feel stuck in the same issue or perhaps a few related issues that has plagued me for at least this entire lifetime. I choose to do things differently, but keep finding myself doing the same thing again. I let go of controls over it, and it's only gotten worse, especially since the quantum loop. I've done ESS, SES, and more workshops, still no change that I can see anyways. Self-sufferance, it's like I've just got it in for myself. Is it just many, many aspects? I've had enough of this not-so-merry-go-round when I'm not carrying out my choices. Any comments on my work and family? Much appreciated. I am that I am. Oceans of love to you all. Hmm. Indeed. Shambra, you are going through issues that aren't really yours. And you you have such a marvelous way of pretending, of deceiving yourself, of of taking on the burdens of the ones around you. Now, you in particular who are asking the question, you you have this phenomenal ability to take on the issues of, of those who are very, very close to you and pretending that they're yours. And you don't – we've talked about this before – you don't want to seem to let go of that. You want to accept them as your own. So that being said, you may consider a physical move someplace else. Not that the energy in one geographic location is going to be better than another but a separation from some of the ones who are closest to you. And you know exactly what I mean here. So you stop taking on their issues and pretending that they're yours. You and I both know, again we've talked about this, that your energy is quite quite balanced, quite clear. Uh, the one thing that, um, that uh, I see as an issue here is that you have uh, what would I say, a new chamber symptom, you're afraid to get out there on your own, you become very comfortable in taking on everybody else's issues. Let go of them. They're not yours. If you have to, move away from them physically. Thank you. Greetings, Tobias. Hmm. No accidents, are there? <laughs> well, there seem to be a lot these days, but they're not really accidents. <laughs> No accident that I would be uh, working on a program with light, sound, and water mm-hmm. as related to uh, DNA activation. Mm-hmm. Um, the tail end of this program that I've just finished, I'm uh, uncertain of the frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 12 frequencies, one for each of the DNA strands. Do I have them anywhere close? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a very uh, short answer to a very, very uh, large question that you're asking. 
I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. Let go of the whole concept of DNA activation. Uh, I am very, very strong in what I've seen and what St. Germain and Katumi have seen. It is not appropriate to try to artificially activate DNA. DNA is naturally activated through consciousness. And consciousness, again, is awareness. Consciousness can be blocked and made to appear very cloudy by doubt. So you have a large element of doubt, an overwhelming element of doubt in your own work. That is causing some you to get very complex and too much in the mind and what should be very, very simple. Let go of the concept of DNA activation. Look at things now that have to do with the, the, ability, the ability of consciousness and water working together, and water being a way to literally help uh, make consciousness more tangible, more um, manifest uh, in this reality. That is its basic purpose. Don't try to do anything specific with it right now, and don't worry about frequencies. Just test and play around with and experiment the interrelationship of water and consciousness. You're going to be amazed at the potentials that you're not even seeing right now, because you're you're focused on something very, very deliberate, and just play around with it. Then come back in about three months, four months, and we'll talk again. The um, information I was given on um, running the water through a system to uh, help energize it, mm. is uh, that still appropriate? Somewhat. Uh, water itself is energized. Water sits in what many would be considered a relatively neutral state, uh, but it holds potential in it uh, that where you don't have to artificially uh, activate it. You don't have to run it through anything other than consciousness. It's very sim- simple. There are several researchers who have done some uh, phenomenal work in this area. Take a look at what they have done and then bring it yourself to the next level. Artificial induction of uh, so many things, whether it's into the body or into the DNA or artificially trying to stimulate consciousness, uh, end up not working very well. That brings in doubt. That um, tends to uh, throw everything off. You can be a wonderful example to other Chambra in this work that you are doing, and you have all the capabilities to do it. We have all the um, both the um, uh, awareness tools and the intellectual tools. Go back to simplicity, absolute simplicity. And every time it starts getting complex, break it down. Go back to simplicity. You're going to see the um, what you have been working on or attempting to discover has always been there, but it has been um, um, out of your uh, awareness or out of your sight because because of trying to get it so complex. Absolute simplicity. So take a deep breath. Don't doubt the work that you've done up to now just because of what I said. It was part of the process. Take it to the next step. Next step. Thank you. Thank you. Keep up the good work.
Hello, Tobias. Is the, is the Obama phenomenon an example of new energy in action? He seems so new energy, and people just connect with him not knowing why. Could you please comment about him? Thanks. Indeed, and as I told you before you wrote out the question, that um, under the circumstances it's not appropriate to talk about politics because um, for a variety of reasons, Calder doesn't want us to, being the number one. <laughs> Linda doesn't want us to be number two. <laughs> the, um, there are some very interesting phenomena that are going on with with this election. And again, if you if you keep it simple, go stand behind the short wall. Election years are the best time to stand behind the short wall. And I mean this, especially for those of you who are getting all passionate and all emotional about this. Stand behind the short wall, even if part of you says you need to go out and and uh, knock on doors for Obama or Hillary or McCain. <laughs> I slipped that right in underneath Caldera. No matter what, stand behind the short wall. Sit this one out, Chambra. Sit this one out. And don't try to put... Um, Say one person is more new energy. Watch what attributes they represent, and look at the many, many different layers. But um, election years are a wonderful time to be very aware, because there is so much going on and so much, um, oh, so much deception and so many um, false messages and so many um, empty promises. Stand behind the short wall, and you observe who's really doing what. Uh, by the way, I'll preface or I'll end up by saying that elected leaders are always, always a reflection of the consciousness of their population. Whether they're a dictator, a king, an elected official, they are always a reflection. So, where is America, America? <laughs> Hello, Tobias. Hmm. What is fractal geometry? And why does it this elegance trigger such memories? Yeah. Well, fractal geometry, sacred geometry, numerology, uh, numbers themselves, and uh, what we would call more universal mathematics are incredible ways of understanding how energy flows and how it responds to consciousness. Mathematics do not make the universe. They respond to the universe. Mathematics show how consciousness can actually be brought in from the um, uh, non-physical realms into the physical. The fractal geometry is another uh, amazing, amazing part of this whole um, study of numbers and uh, uh, the way energy moves and the way it works. So. Obviously, as you already know, you have spent a lot of time working with this in the past. You have worked with um, aspects of Kutumi, who understood this. You've worked in um, many, many lifetimes in the uh, temples in Egypt, um, but also going as far back as, as Atlantis, and understanding how, how geometry and numbers, all of this, uh, show how energy works. And you can actually use fractal geometry to, as a way to um, connect in an easier way to the, to the non-physical realms. So 
it is um, it is something you've studied and something that still applies today. Great, thank you. But always remember, there are in numbers, there are numbers between the numbers, and there are uh, what we would call reverse numbers. Uh, now we're not talking anything below, let's zero. We're not going to negative one or negative two, but every number has a reverse number. And uh, we'd love for you to play with this concept because it gives new meaning to um, uh, fractal, um, any type of fractal work. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Tobias. I have little money, don't have a job. My husband has a lot of debt on his credit card, and we're struggling to pay the rent. I don't feel like getting a job as a cashier at a supermarket anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure about teaching at art workshops like my husband suggests to me. I have no confidence about my communication skill because I'm with pervasive development disorder and this holds me back from getting a job also. Mm. Things aren't easy for me, so I must be doing it wrong. Mm. I try to believe things should be easy, but then when I wake up in the morning, everything is the same as yesterday. Mm. I feel I have to do something, but I don't know what to do. Yes, I'm pretending so. What energy is there behind this? Thank you. Hmm. There is a lot of energy of uh, choices, uh, choices that you've made, and, and what we have here right now is um, there's a lack of um, responsibility for making those choices. You want to think that it's just being put on you, or it's just the way it is. Uh, the moment you accept everything that happens in your life as a choice you made on some level, now you're going to get mad and argue with me and say that you're. You're choosing to be abundant, but I'm going to ask you to go back and take a look at that. You're not taking responsibility. You were actually trained very, very young not to take responsibility, and it's all just the other guys, and it's all just the way the system works, and it's all just the um, the family you were born into and the mental capacity that you had on birth. These are all avoidances. Go back into everything of your life right now, everything you just mentioned and that other long list that you wrote. Take responsibility for every one of those things. Understand, don't, tr- don't try to figure it out, but take responsibility. Feel into why you might have done that. Don't analyze it, but sense it. Once you begin to understand that you choose and are responsible for everything, then you're going to understand how you can be a much more um, efficient creator and a much more dynamic creator. And I'm going to I'm going to keep this simple. You're choosing it right now. The energy is, is so apparent and so clear. Thank you. Two more questions. All day long. I don't have any place to go. I'm going to go back to the cottage, and uh, nobody's there, and I could be here all day long. How does cold drift feel? <laughs> Two more. Yes, thanks. <laughs> Hello, Tobias. I'm Barbara. Yes. I think I wrote the one that you just responded to. Mm-hmm. Now, um, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I'm having a uh, a uh, I'm sabotaging myself. Yeah. It's and a it's a very fun game to play. I really don't like it. Yes, but you do. I do. You do. I'm on the edge. I'm walking the uh, <gasps> razor's edge. It is so. Phenomenal to walk on the edge. Uh, it is better than being bored. Hmm. Well, I'm close to falling off. Yes, I know. 
It's a wonderful um, thing. It's uh, it's it's dramatic. It's uh, it for in a very odd and perverse way. It reminds you that you're alive because you're looking at not being alive. That's it true. is it is uh, emotional. It is dramatic, and um, it is it is a wonderful game. You are an expert, and there's nothing wrong with it. We're making no judgment. You are you are highly proficient at it, and you also represent a lot of energy of Shambhar. Thank you. Yes. So now, where would you like to go? Well. I would like to probably stay in this on the earth for a while. I was thinking maybe it was time to ascend since I've created such a mess for myself. Nah. No, it's not a mess. It's just energy that uh, is uh, bouncing off walls. Not a mess at all. Take a look at it this way. What you call a mess is actually an incredible incredible, um, vessel of energy ready to serve you in a new way. A lot of people have very low energy, and they they have nothing in their pot, so to speak. You have a lot there. Now, how would you like it to serve you? In a positive way, for the betterment of all and myself. Negative way is good too. No positive, no negative. It just is. So let's let's not put. I'd rather be. Oh, be what? Just be. Be what? Instead of doing, I'd rather be being. Okay. What would you? I'm not saying that. To, well, I, I choose to to be doing what I'm doing to to meet what my heart says I should be. I like to do. Yeah. Out in outside, I yes. have a garden. Yes. Live a simple life, happy. Right. Um, what about teaching? Well, I've thought about that. In fact, the teaching aspect here kind of resonated with me, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look into that later. Mm, much later. Really. <laughs> First, I have to have um, you, a little you, bit of abundance so I don't get evicted you realize, from where I'm living. Do you realize who I am? Who are you? Well, I'm the one that um, comes You're and talks neighbor? to you, but not as Tobias. Um, I uh-huh. come and talk to you as that the other one, and uh, you like to. You're afraid that if I was Tobias, I would uh, know too much about you, so I, I come as the other one. Mm. Yes, um, but eviction is a wonderful thing, and then you could have a new home. No, I just moved there. Yes, but... Um, oh, I thought I was guided to move there. Was that true? Or um, I just was deluding myself? <laughs> well, <clears throat> it wasn't <laughs> me who guided you to move there. Somebody else? Who would that be? Mm. Not St. Germain. No? No, he would have you living in a palace. I would like that. Yes. But you actually wouldn't like that. No. No. I thought I'm living where I am for the, yeah. uh, a larger reason yes. than myself. Yes. Now, let's stop for a moment here. Because we could go on and on. We always do. Oh. And I come to you as the other one. <laughs> and we have these long discussions that go nowhere. And we could do that again, but Shambhar would, um, they well, would get upset. The audience might also. Yes. There is part of you. Part of you that loves the drama in all this, that loves living right on the edge, mm. almost ready to lose everything, but you never quite do, do you? Well, I'm pretty close now. I think well, I've overdone it. Well, but you always get pretty close. It's like the the human who would always walk to the edge of the cliff and each day see mm-hmm. if they could walk a little further and a mm-hmm. little further. Mm-hmm. I came up to this human one time and disguised as something else and pushed him off. And, <laughs> 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 and I said, but... 
why, oh why, are you doing this to yourself every day? You're in terrible fear, but yet every day you go further and further to the edge of the cliff, but yet you never quite go off over the side. Why do you do this? And the human thought about it for a moment, dear one, and said, it's something to do. It it gives me a, a strange kind of thrill. It makes me feel so much better when I go back to my house that's safe. So I go this every to this edge every day just to see how far. I said, but someday you're going to go right over the edge because mm-hmm. you'll have no more little safe space anymore. You'll just fall right over the edge. A wind will come and blow you over. Mm-hmm. And then what? I thought about it a moment. They said, well, then I'll reincarnate and just do it all over again. <laughs> You see, you can get so caught up in these traps and so caught up in this, it's a false energy. It's a false um, way of testing yourself. Now, why do you need to test yourself? I don't know. I don't know either. Can I stop? I don't know. Can you help me stop? (laughs) No, I cannot help you. I will be there with you. Thanks. But I can't help you. I'll be there as you continue to push the edge as you continue to see how far you can experience some of these, um, the darkness and the depths of human reality, how far you can, you can go before you really go. Now, as you know from our little chats, the next thing is your body. Are you willing to play the games with your body? How far can you go? Do you want to get cancer and see how scary that can be? No. Do you want to have a shutdown in some of your vital organs? Do you want to get MS? No. Well, but that's where I see you heading. Ooh. Ooh. I see you possibly playing this game of how far can I go to the point where it will be physically painful, where you will start losing control of yourself, your physical self. Well, it will break down. It will rebel on you. It will deteriorate very, very rapidly. Do you want to go there? No. You're going there. I am. Yes. Yes. Because you like to play, how far can I go? The answer is quite simple. How much do you want to live now? How much can you get yourself off that drug of cheap thrill, of scare and fear? of losing everything, how much do you right now choose to live rather than to play the game of almost dying? Mm. How much do you choose to bring energy in to serve you rather than twist and distort energy to see if it can destroy you? I think I need to stay here and be of service. You don't need to. We have wonderful, wonderful facilities back here. It is actually quite comfortable and there's actually you don't need to worry about things like you do on earth. I think I made a contract though to be here. Contracts are gone. Oh. No more contract. Hmm. Gone. Well, I have two grandchildren I'd like to see grow up and I have another one too. Yes. I think they need me. No, they don't need you. (laughs) No, no, no. No no, one needs me? No. No. I'm sorry. They love you, but they don't need you. Mm. And actually, the, with the games that are being played, it can actually 
they can feel it. They can sense it. Now, do you want them to play the game of how far no. can they go in their lives? No. So, what do you choose to do right now? Well, stop doing that. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Would you come back at the next shout and we can talk again? Yes. Can you really feel into what feeds you? What makes you go? What makes you what makes you get up in the morning? Can you feel into what's going on within you? I'll have to work on that. Don't work on it, just feel it. All right. Okay. Don't go in the meantime because you have a lot to offer. Oh. You have a lot, a lot that can be shared with other humans who also go to the edge, who also have to assure themselves they're they're alive by going to the very edge and almost to death. You have a tremendous amount to share as soon as you let go of some of this um, compulsion. Mm. Mm. Thank you. We'll talk about it next month. All right. Thank you. Last question. By the way, I think she asked that on behalf of a lot of people. Mm. Hi, Tobias. I just wanted to clarify my question about my sister. I know where she is. I just wondered if there might be some um, words I could say to her that would comfort her or something that would ease her pain. Yes. Um, I would prefer to discuss it privately. All right. Okay. Thanks. So with that, Chambra, deep breath. You know your homework. It's going to bring up your issues of doubt. Of doubt. When you tell another human who you are, why you're here, first of all, you're going to wonder in yourself, is that really you? Are you just making it up or do you really accept that? Is it your creation? Is it who you are? And as you express this to others and hear it in your own ear, hear the truth in it, it's going to break beyond some of those barriers of doubt that have actually been holding your own consciousness back. Let's take a deep breath together. Feel into the essence of our dear doctor guest today, who has learned so much. I think he just said he's going to go back and have a good cry. (laughs) Feel into the energy of the seven who come representing the crystals. Oh, what stories they're going to have to share after today. (laughs) Feel into yourself, into you. You are that you are. You don't need anything to feed you, anything to create drama in your life. You don't need anybody to be here for. Just being here, sharing who you are is enough. And so we are.